You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Yes, let's get started here on the Connect Church Podcast, episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Is it is 13 anybody's lucky number? I don't know. I've got a question though. Okay. Uh, is that is the is you know we're talking about post COVID? Is there such a thing as post Easter? Post Easter? Well, I mean that would be after Easter. Yeah. So, so this yeah. is what we're in season we're, we're in today. We're so after Easter. Post Easter, but before yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. You know, or Mother's Day. Jesus is still alive, so it's always Easter. Wow. Jesus, I think we just call it spring. <laughs> Spring, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyways, well, we are glad you're listening to the Connect Church podcast here, episode number 13. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever. Look for it, like it, share it, subscribe to it, and uh, we can get the message out about the Connect Church podcast. So, yeah, Terry, we are post-Easter. That's right. Good job. Post-Easter. Easter was great here at the church, I thought. Um it, you know, people always are like, "Oh, three services." I get you guys. I bet you guys are worn out. And yeah, we're. I mean, it's different, but I was. It was good. It was. It wasn't. It was. I made it through much better than I thought. So I wouldn't want to do that every week. But it was. No, good. I definitely it don't want to do it every week. Yeah. It was funny though. The eight fifteen service. Um, eight fifteen is that when it started? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight fifteen. Uh, the first service in the morning. Like we we kicked off that first song, and you know we're all gung ho, ready to go for celebrate Easter. And there's like. 30 people in the audience, you know? Oh, it filled up. Oh, I know. I was going to say, yeah. halfway through that song, it was like 70 people walked in. Oh, yeah, And it yeah. was just like mass entrance. Like, maybe we should still have started 820. Right? We wound up uh, having a balance, though. It was uh, first and third services were almost equal, yeah. you know, the number. And then yeah. the second service, of course, was packed out. It we sure know, was. We know that that one's always there. But uh, and big shout out. Uh, you know, I give her a rough time over a cat and, you know, the cat lady, Amanda Benefield. But, man, the, the food in the, in the uh, green room back here was awesome. That's right uh, neil and amanda yeah. bless their hearts they provided breakfast for uh all the early attendees here the media team the band the singers and anyone who's here uh got some awesome uh breakfast that yeah. sausage ball did you know that neil fell with the orange juice did no you i didn't know that <laughs> they even asked if they had like cameras back here in the green room because they said if you can please pull the footage but neil and amanda we wanted to thank you for all the uh goodies at children's church oh wait <laughs> <laughs> We don't care about the children. <laughs> we have a children's ministry. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't know that happened. I didn't know that happened. Now I'm bitter. For Neil. All of a sudden, that I knew that I didn't. I didn't know they brought all this stuff, and I'm like, hold on, what are you talking about? They brought goodies for everybody. Oh, it was good. Yeah, Strawberry children's church. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that about Neil. I'm sorry to hear that, Neil. But I did. I did notice that one of the orange juice. Uh, containers had a big dent in it. And I oh, guess yeah. That's yeah. He, he fell on two jugs of orange juice. Oh, <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. No, we don't have any cameras 
the only camera is, is over there in the corner and it's not going to catch a whole lot of anything for that matter. But, but anyways, yeah, Easter services was great. And, uh, you debuted a new sermon series yes. called love reigns. We've been hearing about it for month for about a month now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it started off pretty good. What was your overall thought of it? Yeah, uh, I really, uh, well, for, first of all, let me just pause and then we got to give a shout out. So, you know, I hate doing this, but it's, you know, just got to do that. So we got a big shout out to Alan Rooker and yes. Tanner Stahl. What's up? Wrote a new song that was just impressed the socks off of us. Uh, you got to go listen to our church podcast, and you got to, you know, uh, well, we got sermons. Uh, you got to go yeah. to our website and listen to the service. But uh, anyway, uh, just go go check that out. Uh, Love Rain song that they got that these two guys wrote and sang. I didn't even know anything about it. That literally just summarizes the whole sermon series. So big shout out to you two guys for real. Uh, that is a great theological song it's very just uplifting and so and andrew will be glad to note that tanner turned it from a really twangy southern gospel song right. into a very um stylish and very contemporary, <laughs> very contemporary song that sounds really I, good i like the version you did on sunday i don't even need to hear no, it. There, was, there, was, there was no twangy there was no twangy version but we could make one if you want um, but no, we're uh, good we, we we did that you know when you gave us a sermon series it was back in february i think is when yeah. you ordered all the stuff and yeah. and I just took um, a synopsis of what you had told me, and I took it to Alan. I said, Alan, get to work, buddy. That's Let's, impressive. We're going to write this song. And I, it wasn't two weeks later he had it ready to go. That's crazy. And uh, we, we tweaked it after that a little bit, but um, – we, we've been sitting on it, and we didn't tell anybody because if it sucked, like, oh, no, where'd that song come from? Throw that in the trash. We got that song in the mail from Brother Terry, and it yeah. just really, you know, so, so yeah, it was, uh, which does really uh, point out to the fact of what God is doing here is that, you know, we do all of this stuff planning in September, and the church is praying, and we're praying, fasting, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, when you get to actually do ministry the way that we do it here is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm an old 18 guy that uh, TV show. But, uh, you know, I love it when a plan comes together and you watch God and all of this opposition we went through with, you know, Satan attacking you with swelling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and oh, just, that's coming up in the worst. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And so, <laughs> and so finger swollen and everything yeah. else, you know, and all this bad stuff that happened last week is that you watch God just say, watch what I can do on Sunday. I can shut Satan down. And so the sermon series, the songs, the day, uh, fabulous day, over 500 people heard the gospel of Jesus Christ here on our campus in yeah. the midst of COVID. COVID, so it was a great day. And with the egg hunt. I know you talked about that Sunday, but there was a great turnout for the egg hunt. Yeah. Um, I thought more people there than I thought would be there. Yeah, over 1,500. So. We estimated maybe close to 2,000. And again, honestly, just a big shout out to the congregation. Our folks mm-hmm. were there serving. Yes. And even though we couldn't do a lot of the stuff that we normally did, we want to we appreciate Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson, and all the crew over there. And so <laughs> they, they did a great job with. Well, uh, you're welcome for getting to use our parks. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, Leslie Nopes was awesome so anyway so you've it already just, paid uh, for it you don't need my permission <laughs> but it was a, it was a great day of being able to you know share the gospel and so uh, and, and christy beard and the team did a great job yeah yep. christy got all this together and i mean what two three weeks maybe yeah, and stuff yeah. like that that was impressive so thank you christy and a shout out to the community for coming. So, Absolutely. you know, in the midst of COVID and, and uh, man, everybody just did great. And so it was uh, it was a beautiful day. Some lady was out there waving her flag. Yeah, yeah, she that did. That was cool. Jesus I saves. Didn't, I didn't understand mm-hmm. the star of David being on there, but, yeah. I mean, it looked yeah. pretty. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, J- D- Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but you just don't see that in, in today's day and age about... 
you know, combining those two. All right, anyways. <laughs> um, all right, so, Andrew, tell us about uh, what you took away from, what was your big takeaway from the sermon, and I'll get into the points here in just a minute. But Yeah, um, I know a lot of it was uh, a little bit different version of an Easter message. I really liked it. Um, as far as not just focusing on the generic, I know this is going to sound terrible, but the generic story that we all know and we've heard yeah. of, you know, Jesus stepped out of the tomb. He's Jesus arose? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in whether you've grown up in church or whether you, uh, you know, are, this was one of your first Easter's and stuff, somewhere along the way, you've probably heard that story that Jesus, he died on a cross, he rose three days later. Um, I think what I really liked about it is just that overall it was very practical to our lives. It was very applicable. I love the fact that he used the Great Commission as the the text for, you know, Easter Resurrection Sunday. Had never done and, that before. That's 30 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, and I, I even read a figure the other day that said um, probably, I think it was almost 60% of regular churchgoers had never heard of the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. So just in case you wow. uh, were here Sunday or you don't know what that is, that is Matthew uh, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20, where <laughs> that was our proof text uh, for Sunday and everything. And make but, a great movie title. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Great Commission. That's right. Absolutely. But uh, one of the things that I loved was, um, like, I love the Charles Swindoll quote where he said, no longer did they merely believe Jesus could be their king, Israel's long-awaited Messiah, because they were wanting this powerful political person to be their king. But now his glorious resurrection made them certain of it. He didn't overthrow the government. He didn't do all these things. He changed their lives for then and now. And I mean, that's what we were kind of transcending to the congregation was this wasn't just an event that happened a little over 2000 years ago. You have a mission, you have a purpose because Jesus has risen from the dead and given you new life. You need to do something with it in the here and the now to make a difference and impact for Christ. And I love the brother Terry kind of expounded upon that. A different kind of revolution is what Jesus brought. Absolutely. All right. And I loved your uh, first point um, as the, as the worship leader, if you mm -hmm. will, um, the, a disciple worships through their doubts. And then you gave, you had a couple of quotes on the screen that I wanted to hit, but I'll let you get into that here in just yeah. a second. Um, a disciple worships through their doubts. Expound on that. Yeah, I think that uh, just, you know, what Andrew uh, was saying too is that, you know, leading into to the message, I've never preached on the mission of the church. And for me, it was a great day of how the Holy Spirit took the text and really just, uh, couldn't you just sense it, guys, that, man, it was like everything we've been doing at Connect Church, all the battles, all the, you know, opposition from the enemy. And yet today, it, it just came together. It was just like, this is what we do here. Mm -hmm. And so as, as folks will come back for the next three weeks, to hear the rest of the sermon series is that, you know, we're building off of that idea that this is what Christ, the revolution he brought, is discipleship, and we were able to tie together everything that we, you know, eat, drink, and sleep here and do all throughout the week, including the worship, and yet, you know, we know that we're going to be faithful to worship God, even through the doubts, through the hard times, you know, you're getting ready to tell your worst of the week, and, mm -hmm. you know, just the opposition and things that we go there, but, you know, Jesus, and, and I love the fact that in verse 16, he, you know, was talking to the Eleven disciples. Yeah, obviously, Judas said, you know, was gone, and as he appears to them on the mountain, you know, and I know as a worship leader, you had to love that part of it. That you know, probably you know, scholars estimate about five hundred people together. Many, most of them had not seen him at that point. 
And then they were in awe, and so they worshipped him. But then the phrase, you know, you know, I teased and joked that we're Baptists that we're on the mountain too, because some doubted uh, that it's in the text. And yet, it just reminds us that you know, guess what? In ministry, in Christian faith, just because we know this story, like Andrew said, and we're familiar with it, doesn't mean that we still don't have our seasons of doubt and we get frustrated. But then we gave that definition of faith: faith is when the unexplainable meets the undeniable. And that was my favorite part of the sermon because our faith is not in our circumstances. It's not in just on the mountaintop experience, but it's in a person who is going to be with us in the mountain and in the valley. Yeah. And I, I kudos to you for even getting through those two quotes because it was hard enough to type on the screen without messing them up, and uh, and you and you said it, them and explained it, them perfectly. So I, trust good. me, I practiced that like ten times. I, I bet week, you so did. Yes, yeah. I bet you did. Um, anything else you got on on that particular topic? No, or? I do think it was cool. Just that uh, I actually had a teenager come to me about a week ago, just struggling with this, and uh, they're a very intellectual person and stuff. So they they know their stuff, and this person uh, they were telling me they said, you know, I've I've grown up in church, you know, one church before and here and stuff. And they said, but I just, I struggle with doubt so much in this. Mm. And I love that uh, explanation of the unexplainable meets the undeniable and stuff. Mm. And that's where our faith, the rubber meets the road. Like you can't deny that this has happened. He's appeared before you and this has to impact no matter what your circumstances are telling you, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter the spiritual warfare, no matter where you're at, this has to impact. This is undeniable truth, right? Literally standing before you in a person, not just in an idea or a thought or a circumstance. It's in a person. And that's what I mean, that settles it. And, and then to top that off, you, you, you know, we brought in the two testimonies of Chris Mormon, you know, they lost a baby last year and, you know, just church life and being shut down and for, you know, where they were at and stuff. And then come here to this church just because our people were out sharing their faith, making disciples. And, and, you know, Chris's testimony and, and Stephanie's an amazing story of how God is reshaping their life in a person, you know, and they're finding Jesus in the midst of their, of their doubts. And, and then Jeannie Meek, you know, or Jeannie, um, sorry, Johnson. So, uh, you know, had went through that where, um, you know, had lost a husband suddenly and, you know, goes through that season of just being by herself. And then God sends John into her life. And the, I mean, John and Jeannie are serving in incredible ways. And to hear their story of how they both have met Jesus in the midst of their circumstances and changed their future. All right. And then moving on, the resurrection gives you a different perspective on life and also gives your life purpose. Um, and that just ties into, in my opinion, the whole doubt thing, dealing with the doubt. Well, if, you know, when you sincerely believe and, and are living a life on mission, um, well, here it is. The the resurrection gives you that purpose and it yeah. gives you the, a different perspective where we don't have to doubt anymore because of our faith in the things that are unexplainable, undeniable, like you said. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and I love that, and that's where discipleship comes in, and that's what, what Jesus was saying. Guys, you've got to realize life's not about you, so go and make disciples. And that discipleship process that, that is where you roll up your sleeves and life gets in, and Christianity gets a little messy, that's what really gives you purpose that, you know, whatever you're going through, I'm dealing with, you know, my parents right now, and it's just, you know, really tough situation. Uh, I talked to both of them yesterday, and, you know, they have the diagnosis of Alzheimer's and, and all of those things. And, and yet it's okay. You know, Jesus is going to be with us. He opens up doors and the resurrection gives us hope and promise. You know, one day they'll be healed and we'll get past this. And you've got to let the resurrection affect every area of your life. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Well, that's good. That's a good uh, wrap up, um, a place to wrap it up, I think. And give us a little teaser for next. I guess so. You're not preaching this coming Sunday. We'll get Clint Morgan, and yeah. it is going to be phenomenal service. Uh, man, first of all, uh, we just need to really just let our congregation. This happens once a year. Uh, Tanner and the missions team and the Go Board, uh, Global Outreach Board here at Connect Church, is going to have a supper, uh, bring a covered dish, and uh, we're um, going to have you know different cultures. We're going to celebrate Mexico, Cuba, and Japan, and it's going to be a phenomenal Saturday night. And you're going to hear the stories of our missionaries. If you are going on a mission trip, if you've ever been on a missions trip, if you're going with Andrew to into Del. Rio this summer with the teens, all of the parents, all of all of these groups, you've got to be here Saturday night, and we're just going to have fun. It's going to be a fellowship, and you're going to hear the story. Clint's going to share a little bit, and then Sunday morning, we're going to, you know, share with our congregation. I'm getting pumped about it, is, you know, this whole, um, you know, love reigns, love reigns in our mission, and we're going to see what that Matthew 28, you know, 16 looks like. I wish everybody could see Terry's hands right now, because he's really excited. <laughs> That's yeah, how his, I talk. His man. hands are going everywhere. Now you can't see mine, but and I, I mean, did not spill the and I did not spill the water on my iPad. So that good, is very, very good. good. He's twisting yes. light bulbs, pushing walls, everything over here. <laughs> but but to go back to that, you do absolutely want to hear Brother Clint. He's a dynamic speaker. Absolutely, and, and uh, his heart. And his passion. This for, guy, this guy lived in Africa for years. Yeah. He's got tremendous stories, and it's going to bless your heart, Sue. Yeah. So we're excited about that. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Wrap it up here uh, before we get into or the second segment of the podcast. If you were here Sunday, come back. We're going to celebrate it again <laughs> this right. Sunday. And we've got two more sermons after that, and we're going to help you see that the resurrection changes your past in week three, and the resurrection gives you a future as well, and it changes your future. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. And our benediction song is, of course, going to be the Love Reigns oh, theme. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, so, dude. Uh, so, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, I know we've already started another song uh, for the coming for the Philippians series coming back, so okay. kind of kind of lit a fire under us, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, last so. week you forgot we were doing Philippians again. So, well, so that's, that's impressive that's, that's, that you're, you're catching up. So yeah. That's it. All right. Well, let's move on. We're going to take a quick break. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back for the second segment of the Connect Church podcast. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back on the Connect Church podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying tuned in with us. 
through that promo that Daniel Tucker did a great job on that promo. I was going to go ahead and give him some some credit there. All I, right, so we are here. I, I didn't know he could read. So I know, I didn't either. Redneck no. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, so all right, <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast, you know we've been doing a greatest TV show of all time bracket. And um, over the weekend, I, it was my fault. I failed to get the next round moving because it was kind of a busy weekend. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. Okay? <laughs> it was kind of busy. We had a couple things going on. So, and you had a few distractions <laughs> in your I, life. I had a few yeah. distractions we'll hear about later. Anyways, we are down to four four TV shows left, and we had, a, in my opinion, a major upset. I did not see the Jeffersons taking out the Andy Griffith show. No, oh, I did not know wow. that. Wow, the first I've heard of that. took out the Andy Griffith show uh, by Moving on point. up. That's right. And then King of Queens took out the Big Bang Theory. So there's yeah. your... Yes. I'm totally with that. Yeah, yeah. So there's your... Uh, see, I would totally go to uh, no. uh, Big Bang Theory. I voted for Big Bang Theory. No way. Um, no. I love King of Queens, but of the two, that's my that's my favorite. So anyways, so now... I, on I the, live with Carrie. On the, le- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> on the left side of the uh, bracket, you've got the Jeffersons versus the King of Queens. And then on the right side of the bracket, Psych took out the Golden Girls. We have a huge... Chuck psych. Williams, Chuck Williams. We've got a yeah. huge psych following in our church. So you know, I, you know, they're going to win the whole thing. I'm it, telling it, you right I'm now. I'm telling oh, no. you, if Chuck Williams was in Georgia with a new law, he would not be able to uh, do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, anyway, so Psych uh, is in the Final Four, and then Friends took out the Brady Bunch uh, by a 20-point margin. I think that's going to be a good matchup, Psych versus Friends. Oh, I'm voting so, right now. Chuck, yeah. you're going down. Yeah, well, you're probably going to have to vote 100 times to outdo Chuck, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Right we're gonna have to get a new voting law for Chuck. So. The entire media team loves Sykes, so they're yeah. on it. They're they're yeah, they're Scott, yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Uh, the last I checked, I mean, I posted it this morning. Today's Tuesday. I posted it like eight thirty this morning. It it had already had a hundred something clicks. Oh wow! So you wow. better get on it if you're gonna yeah. go for friends. I've done like ten <laughs> since you've been talking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, well, you're still about 90 short. So, yeah. um, so who's in the final four? Anyway, so you got uh, the Jeffersons versus King of Queens. Okay. And then Psych versus Friends. Oh, interesting. Right? So, Did not see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, I'm going to pull that down Thursday if I can remember to. And then we'll have the finals over the weekend. The next podcast, we'll have we'll talk about the winner. Where's MASH? Um, yeah, MASH <laughs> didn't even get submitted. Still better. Didn't get submitted. So, anyways, so I'm that's the bitter. TV bracket update. So, check that out on our Facebook page. You can vote as many times as you want to in that for your favorite show. And then, of course, you know, today's Tuesday. So last night was the basketball championship, and that concluded our um, ESPN Bracket Challenge group, um, which we had a winner in the uh, who got this who is not the, this is not even funny. Yeah, who picked the best bracket, <laughs> and it was the most accurate. Who had the most accurate? No. When you put it in that perspective, who picked the most accurate bracket? It was Bailey Riggs. No, this who, is not even. Who right. literally had no idea yeah. the championship was even playing last She's night? A, she doesn't even know a basketball's round. <laughs> I, I, I told her, I said, we might call her during the podcast. Should we, you, should we get on the phone and get her explanation? Oh, we definitely should. Should we do that? Yeah. I don't, oh, I've never yeah. done it before, so yeah. we could we could try it and see. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can make She's never work. been to a game in her life. She doesn't like crowds. <laughs> well, she doesn't like people. The, the crazy thing is that she had UCLA in the Final Four, and, and she was a half-court half bucket shot away from having them in the Final Game. Weren't they too. like a, a pick-in team or whatever yes, they call they it? Were yeah. play, play play in, team. Play in team, yeah. They were she a play-in team. She even said, she goes, I feel like I've heard that name before, so I, they just seem like winners. I'm going to shoot <laughs> myself right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are the winningest basketball program of all time. Well, yeah. So in the, so in the 70s. That's acceptable. Um, <laughs> 50 years ago. Anyways. And then, you know, it'd be, it was if Gonzaga had won last night, then Chuck would have won the bracket contest who wow. also doesn't pay attention to college no, basketball. No. He has so, played basketball though. I've played with him. Yeah. So. He's, not, he's, not, he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's going to answer. I'm trying to ring here, but it's, well, she's probably working. Yeah, she's probably at work. But so what? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
She works from home, right? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyways, all right. So let's get into the best and the worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. Simply the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Terry. <laughs> Start us off, buddy. Give us oh, your I, best. I am totally deferring to you. Uh, well, my best. Best? Are we yeah. doing best? Okay, best, yes. <laughs> bester was, it was, my bester, my bester was Easter. Easter, uh, my yeah. Be- I can't talk now, but uh, after three sermons in a row. Uh, yeah, Easter has got to be my best day. So, I mean, it was awesome. Just so thankful for our church family. You know, the attendance, uh, over 500 folks, and, and just, uh, uh, it was a great day, a great spirit, and man, we had so many guests that were here, uh, you know, new people, uh, you know, half a dozen new families that I've never even met before, and so just appreciate everybody, uh, so proud of our church bringing folks, and the uh, coffee bar to uh, Greeters uh, Welcome Center, just shout out to the music, you know, yeah. uh, Children's, Andrew, so just uh, props to everybody. Yeah, Easter, it was a great weekend, it was one of the great weekends that we've had in a long long time andrew what's your best of this week um i would have to say probably watching nora at her very first easter egg hunt she only got like seven different easter egg hunts this is that's weekend. a lot <laughs> <laughs> so you know she's not spoiled whatsoever but um actually i think the first one we did with her was uh you know she was sick so she missed her daycare one and all that kind of stuff but uh she, the first one was at the connect church easter egg hunt And I just, I mean, I had a pep talk with her. So we get out, you know, we're lined up. I had to do the prayer and then uh, we dismiss it. So I line her up and of course, like John Paul and um, Dalton and some of these other kids that are like similar in age and stuff were all there. I said, Nora, I I want you to say this in Christ's love. If they go for an egg that you're going to pick up, you throw an elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Knock them down. You curb stomp them. You throat punch them. You do whatever, girl. Because, I mean, they can't eat any of the candy yet. Like, you know, she's not, she can't have like Tootsie Rolls and all that stuff yet. She's one. Were there prize eggs over there? There was. Okay, see. We got two prize eggs. Two different prize eggs. It was awesome. She was a pro. She needed no training. got the prize eggs working here. Well, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. We went and got the prize eggs and everything else. And Ashton was like, well, should we? give one to a kid because we got to like should we give one to a kid that i said no (laughs) they didn't i'm ricky bobby your first your last (laughs) they didn't pick one up why do i no we did give end up giving one of them to uh i I think it was just a kid the visitor and stuff that was out there but she needed no training whatsoever on how to do this easter egg hunt she had her easter basket she was gone she was like you know these are mine uh she didn't she didn't have to throat punch anybody but she was willing that's good she was willing so and the great thing is is that now that they've got their dishwasher fix they can wash the eggs in the dishwasher. oh my gosh i thought we were going to get through a podcast without saying dishwasher just to clarify there was two podcasts <laughs> where i mentioned the dishwasher but evangelistically speaking of course terry had to say that's, that that's it right. was every that's right everyone my best of the and this is i promise you i don't promise you but this is the last i'll talk about basketball um for the podcast foreseeable future because basketball season's over but um i, I couldn't decide what my best was going to be um, that UCLA Gonzaga mm-hmm. game, that ending, wow, that was amazing. or the Charles Barkley video uh, yeah. of his. Oh yeah. So, but that I'm, I'm going to spare you the political stuff, and I'll go yeah. with the the radio call. So I, I pulled the audio from the, nice. the radio. Um, 
from the Gonzaga radio, the UCLA radio, nice. and then a special one that's really good. So listen to okay to set it up. UCLA is a huge underdog. Gonzaga is undefeated, of course, and um, they're in overtime. UCLA hits a bucket to tie the game. There's three seconds left, and it was and it was not just even that. It was seriously like the best basketball game. I, I rarely ever say this because you know how picky I'm with basketball, but it was like the most perfect, well played game. game. Yes, I mean, from start to game. finish, like 15 lead changes right. and but both teams just left it all on the court they played well almost no mistakes and just well executed they did so i'm going to play you the gonzaga the homer radio I, gonzaga img radio with tim hudson and adam morrison uh listen to this clip adam morrison uh, wow adam morrison? yes he's the color analyst on stop this clip, it okay? i did not know that so li- listen this is you know they're watching that is this live an ugly and dude broadcasting. Yeah, here right side of the floor defended by kispert now drives leans in the runner comes up short choosing the rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 90. Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Senators <laughs> of the championship game. He knocked yes! from 40 at the buzzer. Yes! Imagine being, you know, imagine oh, having yeah. your team and that happening. That's oh, that's, that's epic. Now, now that's you get classic. to hear the UCLA broadcast. Oh, okay, ooh. here's the UCLA broadcast. Juzang with eight, with seven, gets to the elbow, a floater, line drive, no, gets his own rebound, scores off the glass, 3.3 to go. Here's Suggs at midcourt, two, one, a 32-footer. Oh, oh my goodness, he banked it in. Gonzaga has won the game. Wow. Cry in your pillow. Unbelievable. <laughs> Suggs hit a runner. Bank shot going home. The Bruins are going home. Oh, that's good. Cry oh, on your wow. pillow. Oh, yeah, that's Cry a classic. <laughs> See, I grew up as a Cardinals fan, and Mike Shannon was always drunk about halfway through, and so he would be crying your beer. So. Oh, yeah, there you go. See, and I, 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 I don't know if I could be that emotional about my team and doing that and not just cuss out loud all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that. No, you, know. no, you as an Arkansas fan, you would have, you would have yeah, come unglued. Yeah. If All right, I got good. one, one more radio call, and the what I want you to get out of this one is the passion. Okay, mm. the passion of this radio. Yeah, who's call. this? I thought this, the first one was pretty passionate. Yeah, yeah <laughs> This yeah. is this is the Westwood One Spanish radio with Rafael Hernandez Brito and Carlos Morales. See. Si. I don't know have a clue what they're saying, but I know exactly what they're. I got good night UCLA. At the end. I got I got Suggs. So uh, I think it was the same that they knew with the soccer game. Go! Yes, I know it was so. I mean, I, I heard that on the radio, and I was like, I'm pulling. That's, oh, that's the best classy. That's that epic. Awesome. So, yes. I love it. Hector love Belen loved that. No, that's that's good. That's good. Anyways, so that was my best of the weekend. Was that that game and that uh, that ending was was great. All right, worst Terry. Let's wrap it up. What's your oh, worst? I of the am weekend? totally deferring my time to you, Tanner. Absolutely. You, there, there's we don't just, even need you, to there's share. No, there's nothing else. Windshields, like, cell phones. So you know, we I, had stuff 
stuff happens, sick yeah, babies, whatever. But yeah, Tanner, you, yeah. you deserve it. Your rash, you deserve your it. swelling. I, I wrote down. Well, see, that was the worst of the last week's podcast was the rash and the, the oh, medical. Oh, but it continued on. It but continued. we do have a time limit. Yeah, I ha- I wrote down my 12-hour stretch from the hot place here. Um, so so Friday night, you know, me and Ashley are having some fun, and uh, we uh, have some family time, and we go hang out with some friends at their house, Austin and Bailey's house, and we're eating some pizza and, and playing a game or whatever. And um, no, you didn't get invited, Andrew. We didn't want you to come over. Trust me, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, but keep going. Um, anyways, and so we leave about 9:30, I'd say, and we get we are on the road, the back roads back um, to Saltillo, and I run over a screw. We find a screw in my tire, but I, I get a flat tire um, out in the middle of nowhere at 10 o'clock at night, and it's cold. Oh, it's dark it's, out there too. Remember yeah. that weekend was cold and. Yeah. Um, whatever. So I'm out there changing the donut, get, putting the donut on. Yes, Tanner knows how to change a tire. Boston, um, <laughs> uh, Boston, uh, Bailey and Austin live 30 miles from a pole light. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Good old Eggville. Yeah. And so Austin comes out and he brings his work truck because it's got blue lights and he can keep us safe. He said there's like, you know, meth users and everything out there. I don't know. He's, Anyways, he's blue lighted me once. Yeah. So. He, so he was helping me out or whatever. Anyways, I put the donut on and the donut's flat. Yeah, so. <laughs> we, we roll into Saltillo. Are we at, eating donuts? At this, you point, say donut? at this point, it's about 1045, 11 o'clock, and we roll into that gas station in down that Chevron, Saltillo, and so I can put some air in the tire at the pump or whatever. I got to go in and get some quarters because I'm going to go to quarters. And I was so, like just the riffraff that was in that gas station. <laughs> I was so embarrassed to live in Saltillo. I was like, what? And, like, is this what happens in downtown? Anyways, so flat tire, whatever. All right, so Saturday morning rolls around. I get a, Ashley wakes me up at six forty-five real early. Thank you, and um, just I go to Walmart to get the tire, to either get a new tire or get it patched or whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do with this tire, so I go to Walmart real early. The girls late getting there. I'm already like just I've got stuff to do this morning because I loaded all the sound system to take, but I didn't put it in the car. I pretty busy it, weekend. I just yeah, pretty busy morning. Yeah, I just had it ready. Just all I got to do is go load it up, put it in the van, and go. So, but now I'm going to be late doing that because of this tire situation. Anyways, uh, thankfully they were, they took about an hour to patch the tire and, uh, got out, got out to Walmart, went home, uh, switched vans, um, went to the park and put, um, uh, Jared Harris, let me borrow his big speakers, put those out there. I go back to the church to load up the van get the rest of the stuff. Good to go. So as I'm carrying stuff to the car, I don't I don't even know what happened, but I had my phone in my hand and I'm carrying little things at this point. And I just dropped my phone and it hits perfectly and just shatters everywhere. I mean, the front glass works, so I'm thankful for that, but the back glass is completely shattered. So now I'm angry. I'm like, okay, this is dumb. All right. So I'm loading. That's not all he said. <laughs> I load up the rest of the sound equipment and all that's left is the six foot uh, lifetime table. So I shove that in on top of all the equipment. Fits like a glove. Man, this is great. Let's go. Let's go do this thing. Pulling into the park, I take a curve, I guess a little, t- I wasn't, wasn't going fast, but the table just gave way, and I had my hand up there, and when I turned, I think I looked to make sure nobody was coming, and I lost the table, boom, comes sliding in, shatters the front windshield. I mean, just. <laughs> it, it went through, went through yeah, the windshield. It, yeah, it's, there's a nice gaping hole there. where It actually hit the mirror, and the mirror, I guess, you know, table Knocked mirror, out the windshield. shattered things. So now I'm just like. I want to go home. I'm done. <laughs> this tire, this morning, this phone, this car, I'm out. I quit. I quit. What was your joy in the journey? There was no joy in the journey Saturday morning. And, of course, Terry's out the front gate telling everybody as they walk in. Hey, go, go talk to Tanner. Go talk to Tanner. He's having a great morning. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, that was my it's what I do. That was my worst of the of the weekend, and I know that was a long worst, but you know what? We made it through. That's and, right. Uh, we're getting the windshield fixed. Russ is taking care of me, 
and uh, I'll eventually get a new phone, and uh, we'll we'll see. I've got to be we'll honest with you. Happens. I just sort of zoned out of that whole story. Once you talked about flat donuts, that's that's my worst nightmare. Cause <laughs> yeah, I, I love donuts. So yeah. you know, so, I don't, yeah. y'all have anything to add to the worst? Thank you, Parks and Rec, local stuff recommendation. Go check out your local parts. No, they were just awesome to work with yeah. and stuff. Oh, as a uh, little... we're talking about the worst. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> parks and Rec are good. I just made a local recommendation. Sorry, I was still voting to beat Chuck on oh. the. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, we're gonna have a. I'm gonna have like a thousand. You're prompts going on that down. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up the Connect Church podcast. Thank you for hanging in with us. See you Sunday. Having fun with us. We will see you Sunday. Saturday night. Missions. Missions potluck Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Bring a covered dish of your favorite ethnic food, and we will eat it up. All right. Peace. Bye.